Hello, Oregon. It's Friday, August 14th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A Facebook crew building an undersea fiber optic cable has abandoned equipment, including 6,500 gallons of clay-like drilling fluid just off the central Oregon coast. The company has no plans to retrieve the material. That's put it at odds with state regulators who have declared Facebook in violation of its permit and are demanding it pay damages. In late April, the drilling crew hit an unexpected area of hard rock. The drill bit became lodged and the drill pipe snapped 50 feet under the seafloor. Edge Cable Holdings, a Facebook subsidiary responsible for the project, notified Tillamook County of the incident on May 5th, but state officials say it didn't disclose the abandoned equipment until a meeting on June 17th, nearly two months after the malfunction. The delay eliminated potential plans to retrieve the equipment, according to state officials. Facebook plans to return in early 2021 to drill a new hole, leaving the lost equipment under the seafloor indefinitely. Portland State University announced Thursday that campus safety officers will no longer carry guns while on patrol. Students at Portland State have lobbied for the change. It was one of the issues that caused students and supporters to shut down a governing board meeting at the school in 2016. In 2018, Navy veteran Jason Washington was killed by a campus police officer during a melee outside of the Cheerful Tortoise pub. The killing of Washington, who was holding a gun he had confiscated from a friend earlier in the night, renewed calls to take firearms away from campus safety officers. Oregon State Police on Thursday pulled out its approximately 100 troopers from their role assisting both federal officers and Portland police in responding to nightly protests in the city. The agency had committed to two weeks on the assignment, which ended Wednesday. Captain Timothy Fox, a state police spokesman, added that the agency was moving those personnel back to counties where, as he put it, prosecution of criminal conduct is still a priority. That appeared to be a rebuke of new Multnomah County District Attorney Mike Schmidt, a reformist elected this year who said this week his prosecutors wouldn't pursue cases against protesters arrested on charges that didn't include damage to property, violence, or threats of violence. Portland officials revamped the city's residential zoning rules on Wednesday to allow denser housing in most city neighborhoods, particularly those that previously only allowed single-family homes. The plan would allow more duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes, as well as more accessory dwelling units and cottages to be built amid existing houses. It also will ban new extra-large homes on most lots, require more wheelchair-friendly housing, and create incentives for affordable housing in high-income neighborhoods. Opponents say the plan will be a windfall for developers at the expense of overcrowded neighborhoods but supporters say it will increase economic and racial integration across the city. A wildfire that ignited Wednesday near the Columbia River Gorge city of Mosier had grown to hundreds of acres on Thursday, and hundreds of homes had been evacuated. Authorities said the Mosher Creek fire was caused by human activity. Governor Kate Brown announced Thursday she will restore Phase 1 restrictions to slow coronavirus spread in Malheur County. It's the third eastern Oregon jurisdiction slapped with closures because not enough progress has been made. It means any swimming pools, movie theaters, bowling alleys, and recreational sports leagues must close. Outdoor gatherings will be capped at 50 people, down from 100. The new Phase 1 restrictions go into effect Monday and will remain for at least three weeks. Thanks for listening. 
You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.